Welcome to The Church Door, a place where I can post my Bible studies and sermons for your listening pleasure. I'm the Reverend Matthew Fenn, pastor of St. Peter's Evangelical Lutheran Church in Stratford, Ontario. Thanks for tuning us in. Grace to you in peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Welcome to Holy Week. We start our week with shouts of Hosanna, and we end it with shouts of crucify. They don't fit quite nicely together, do they? It's a collision, a collision of two agendas. Two kingdoms, two crowds, two messiahs. On the one hand, we have Barabbas. On the other hand, we have Jesus of Nazareth. Whom would you choose? Whom do you choose? Pontius Pilate, his main goal as governor of Judea was to prevent riots to get through Passover season without a major incident. He isn't really worried about playing fair or the rule of law or a fair trial. He just wants to prevent a riot. And so, in our text, we see a strange custom. To appease the anger of the crowd, to win favor with them, Pilate had the habit on certain holy days of offering them one prisoner whom they chose to be released. At this feast, the crowd came up and began to ask Pilate to do what he normally did for them. Now, Pilate liked to assert his own authority over the chief priests. And that those chief priests and religious leaders were always trying to play little power games with Pilate. But on this occasion, when Pilate realized that it was out of jealousy that the religious leaders had handed Jesus over, that's when he intentionally tries to antagonize them all the more by asking the crowd if he should release the king of the Jews. So far, it's just an ordinary day of politics in the Roman province of Judea. But that question hangs just for a moment. There are whispers in the crowd. The crowd, then the choice is proclaimed with a wild, disorderly cry for the release of Barabbas. There's a swap, a prisoner exchange. Barabbas for Jesus. Barabbas. Barabbas. Two words, Bar Abbas, means son of the father. Barabbas is the son of the father. Barabbas is not just a common criminal. He's not a raving, maniacal murderer. No, Barabbas is a rebel, a would-be messiah, what we would today call a terrorist, a right-wing fanatical nutjob, right? He will stop at nothing. He will use force. He will kill if necessary. He was one of the many who attempted to form an army to overthrow the Romans 
and reestablish the kingdom of Israel. He had the ability to organize, to mobilize, to inspire, to get people whipped up into such a frenzy that they would be willing to die for the cause. That's Barabbas. So which will it be? Barabbas, the son of the father, or Jesus, the son of the father? The crowd chose Barabbas. The world always picks Barabbas. The crowd chose a murderer over one who brings back the dead to life. They chose evil over one who is good itself. See, Jesus was innocent, and Pilate knows this. We know that Pilate knows this. Pilate knows that Jesus wasn't leading a revolutionary band all the way across the land. He wasn't leading the normal sort of messianic revolt. Pilate didn't even bother to round up the rest of Jesus' followers. Not only is Jesus innocent, but Barabbas is clearly guilty. Jesus is innocent. He's done nothing deserving of death. But Barabbas is guilty. Barabbas is a rebel prisoner who carries with him a guilt deserving of death. Jesus is clearly innocent. Barabbas is clearly guilty. But the crowds roar to free Barabbas and to crucify Jesus. And Pilate, more concerned about preventing an incident than with justice, gives in to their demands. But what happens on Pilate's stage is an enactment of what happens on Jesus' cross. The world picks Barabbas every single time because the world thinks the way Barabbas thinks. The uncomfortable truth is that Barabbas is us. We are Barabbas. You are Barabbas. I am Barabbas. We are insurrectionists against the God's kingdom. Rebels against the very reign of God. We are guilty before God. Rebels. All of us deserving to be executed. Sinners. We sit in a spiritual prison, bound, helpless, awaiting the day when we will receive the just punishment that we deserve. We sit on the death row of all death rows, waiting to be dragged out and executed, not knowing when God's righteous judgment will come down on us. But there's a difference. There's a difference between Barabbas and Jesus, the blood of Barabbas cannot save you. In fact, he wants you, your blood to save him. He wants you to die for the cause. He wants you to join his rebellion. He wants you to take up arms and die on the field of battle in rebellion against God. That's the world's way of thinking. But the good news is that Jesus is the king. The king who is killed for the treason that the rebels committed. Jesus literally took Barabbas' punishment. Jesus even marched to death carrying the cross that Barabbas would have carried. This was not a mistake. This was not an accident. No, this is not plan B. The crucifixion of Jesus is God's plan to save you. 
Jesus, the Messiah, the one who rides into Jerusalem on a borrowed donkey, the one who has a crown of thorns, does it for you. He's scourged for you. He sheds his blood for you. He offers to give you his life back in exchange. He suffers your death in your place. He offers his blood to pay what you owe to God. The price to release you from your spiritual prison. The price to get you off of death row. So which will it be? Barabbas or Jesus? A son of the Father or the son of the Father? We're part of both crowds, don't you know? We're both sinners and saints. We're with the pro-Jesus crowd and we're with the pro-Barabbas crowd. One crowd waves palm branches, the other crowd brandishes swords and weapons. Barabbas or Jesus? That's the choice every one of us is called upon to make every day. In our daily lives, we choose the path in which we will go. Will we hail Jesus as king? Or will we follow Barabbas into rebellion? Do you wave your palms on Sunday and sing your hosannas on Sunday, but on Monday, is it back to rebellion with Barabbas? Each moment of your life, you make a choice. Barabbas or Jesus? Rebellion against God or allegiance to his king? As we read this story of the guilty man freed and the innocent man crucified, it shouldn't be too hard for us to identify with Barabbas and to view the rest of the story and think, there but for the grace of God go I. The more we understand ourselves, the more we'll be able to admit, I'm Barabbas. I'm the one who's so clearly guilty. I'm the one who deserves condemnation and death. But I'm the one who was set free because Jesus was substituted in my place. By identifying with Jesus, by being united to Him, connected to Him by faith, His death is our death. His life is our life. The creed summarizes it perfectly. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. All of it to save you. To rescue you from the power of sin, death, from the law's condemnation. You were why Jesus endured this. Your salvation is what His death is all about. All of this He did so that you may be His own and live under Him in His kingdom and serve Him in everlasting righteousness, innocence, and blessedness. Never has there been such a greater exchange. Never has there ever been such a greater love. Never have we had such a King. Hail King Jesus, Hosanna in the highest. May the peace of God, which passes all understanding, guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Amen. You've been listening to The Church Door. Thanks again for tuning in. If you have any comments, questions, or feedback, you can reach me, Pastor Matthew Fenn, at RevFenn, R-E-V-F-E-N-N, at 
iCloud.com. Look forward to having you with us again next time.